Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Had a vision there of uh, Jay-Z and uh, Mark Robinson across the boardroom table negotiating Artie Savia's contract there. It was quite a strange vision, to be perfectly honest. Um, yeah. I uh, wonder how that will have went. Well, we know um, Artie's got his way and he's back with the All Blacks for quite some time, it seems, as says uh, Sam Kane. News coming through this morning uh, for another long-term period. Um, but let's uh, move on to perhaps finalising uh, the uh, Black Caps year, shall we? Uh, I've lost another series to India and India, losing the decisive test by a whopping 372 runs in Mumbai. Uh, barring Will Somerville, the bowling wasn't too bad. But the batting got worse and worse as the tour went on, I think it's fair to say. And to help us uh, take a look at this is a very successful coach at the moment, uh, Otago Sparks coach and former Black Caps uh, opener, of course, Craig Cumming. Uh, how would you sum up that last Test match, uh, Craig Cumming? Uh, highs and lows, I think, Smitty. Yeah, very good morning. Um, obviously, you know, highly talked about AJS Patel with, you know, with 10 wickets in an innings, which it was quite emotional for me. I was watching it. Um, I was in Hamilton, actually, and when it was happening, you, you sort of, I don't know, I, I had a little bit of that sense, like you were there when Brendan got his 300. Um, slightly different, because you went at the ground and we were removed because we were watching it on TV, but a, a very, very special moment in the history of the game, and, you know, for someone like Ajaz, um, you know, never, ever forget that, as will all of us who are watching, but Unfortunately for him, two hours, ten minutes later, I think he was back bowling. So they, they probably didn't get a time to digest it. Uh, they'll look at that last test and, and be pretty disappointed, I think. Probably um, their techniques were probably exposed against the turning ball. But if you go back to it, the, the real damage was done in that first innings by losing three wickets quickly to seam. Um, even though spin played a huge factor, it was actually probably the way we played that first 20 minutes, half an hour in that first innings, which... And then the momentum was all of India. So they'll be disappointed. I, I know there's maybe a chance to reflect on the first test and could they have gone for a win? I, I don't think they could have. I don't think they were ever going to win that first test. But in some ways, I suppose, again, lessons learned. It shows it's very hard to play an India smithy against their, you know, seen and spin. Um, and we're going to have to reflect on that and um, try and get better in the future when we play in those conditions. So was it a mindset, you think, getting entering into that two-test series that, uh, as long as we don't lose, we've won? Oh, it's, it's hard to know because, I mean, I think this Black Cap side always goes out to play to win. And 
they've dealt with really special moments in, in the last three or four years pretty well. Uh, you've got to give it credit. I mean, India, look at their history. I mean, they're, they're not easy to beat. They're how conditions are. They're, they're a little bit like playing us in our conditions. I mean, we beat them here in a test series. We played them in a neutral venue, and we won the World Test Championship against them. But over there, it's just so tough because... They can their style of play suits obviously home conditions. They can their balance of their side is suited because they can play the extra spinner. Their batters don't get the extra bounce that we like to sort of do when we bowl. And to me, it's something that when we're trying to pick our side to play them, and we we weren't sure of what our best eleven was. And even going into that second game, I mean, I, I was a fan of playing Neil Wagner. I would have played him every day of the week. So when we're starting to be questioning how we're going to pick our side. You know, it just shows how tough it is playing over there. So, um, you know, it's it's a tough one. Expectations on this team is very high now, Smithy. We know that. But again, it's probably we've, we're just one of many who have gone to India and we come home with our tail between our legs. Yeah, we are. Uh, we are. And, I, I, you know, I'm not sure that we should just sit back and take it like we used to. I, I, I really think we, we need to look at it. I mean, we're the, the World Test champions. Um, you know, we're always never, not always going to play in, in conditions that are absolutely friendly to us, so we have to perhaps get better at playing in them. Mm. Uh, I mean, Australia is another situation where we just cannot seem to buy a trick over there either, so we've got, we, we've got to get better at playing away from home. I think that's the thing. Uh, when we get to England, we're fine. Very replicates our conditions, and it suits us down to the ground, so we play pretty well there too. But let's look at things that um, perhaps long-term things that we need to find out about. Number one, Kane Williamson's elbow. Uh, what what is going to happen here? I mean, we can't. As good as he is, and as great as he's been, you, you, you can't have a cap and just for me coming and going on the basis you don't quite know whether his elbow is going to be up for it from test match to test match. No, dead right. I mean, we've also got to remember he didn't play that that second test, and you know, you take away your best player and and one of the top three or four players in the world, but also our best player of spin, um, and that that certainly you know challenges this order and. When you look at, um, you know, he's going to have to prioritise. I think in the future they're going to have to look at it, Smithy. I don't know whether the injury is something that can actually get back to 100% or is he always going to deal with it. If he's always going to have to deal with it in the future, I dare say prioritising what cricket he plays is really important. And I don't know how you feel, but I'd love to see him prioritise probably test cricket, one-day cricket, and then T20 cricket. Uh, The problem with that is we've got so much T20 cricket going on that... You know, if you don't play those things, then you might miss out on a chunk of the summer. But we need him. We need his leadership. We need him as a player um, for the next four or five years, especially when you consider Ross Taylor and how long has he got left in the game. Um, We need to make sure Kane Williamson's fit. But you're right, they've got to prioritise when and how he's playing and what formats he's playing because obviously the the workload at the moment is too much. Well, he's just been retained by the Sunrisers Hyderabad. So (laughs) clearly, I mean, you know... uh, (laughs) There's, I mean, there's a personal priority. Uh, it's got to be. I mean, it, you know, it's so much a part of his, his, uh, his income. Uh, you know, his planning for the future, etc. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, that's and that. There's no secret about it. Uh, it used to be people used to try and uh, say, well, that's not really. It's not about the money. Well, the fact of the matter is, it's a big employment decision, uh, and for him to miss that uh, would be crucial for uh, you know the way he plans his year. So whatever they do, uh, they've got to manage it very carefully. Yeah, they do. There's, what is it, 2.8 million reasons probably why uh, that takes mm. priority. Um, you know, so you can fully... I mean, I think that would be 10 or 11 times as contract with New Zealand cricket. So 
New Zealand cricket always find a window and they let the players be available for the IPL because when you compare what we earn to other players around the world, I mean, Australia's, I think, number one contract's about $2.8 million. Um, New Zealand cricket, I think, Kane Williamson, I would say, would be New Zealand's number one contracted player. He'd be on about two hundred and fifty to 280000 So, yeah, you've got to factor it in. It is what it is, and he's always going to be available to play that. Um, it's what, I suppose, you put that into the calendar and then the way you work around it. Um, you know, even, you know, it's the way, you know, look at Trent Bolt. He's not on the series. Um, would that have made a difference? We don't know. But players are deciding, especially in our current um, climate, that they need to have breaks. But um, I always find it hard when they're, when they're not playing for New Zealand, Smitty, and they're not representing New Zealand, but you do see them playing franchise cricket. Um, I know that's old school, and I know that's not the way the future is, but we've got to factor that in. Um, and we've also got to start future-proofing, looking for the next three or four years about how the side's going to look. And um, we're not always going to have Ross Taylor. We're not always going to have Trent Bolt, Tim Southey, New Wagner. So, you know, what is the future? Look, we've got good depth, but we're going to have to replace some of the greats of our game, and, and that's not going to be easy in the next two or three years. No, it's not. Uh, and dare I say, uh, if I look back on where it started to go wrong, it was about the moment that Devin Conway smashed his hand on his back. <laughs> I can't think... Well, honestly, I mean, did we win a game since then? Uh, I, I don't think so. Do, do, you know, do we... Uh, did, did our batting look uh, a lot weaker from that point onwards? I think so. Oh, you have to say so, uh, because you're right. I don't think we have won a game, actually, since uh, you know, we lost the final. Um, then we didn't win a T20 game against India, and we drew one test and lost. So you're right. I mean, Kevin Conway is a massive part of our future, and, I mean, you just got to look at his record in, in all three formats of how important he is. So, you know, pretty costly mistake, and I know from everything I've read, Devin's pretty down about it and looking to get back for that first test against Bangladesh if all goes well. But, yeah, sometimes... Small errors like that, I, I don't think I've ever seen or known of someone who's broken their hand, punching their back before. I've seen plenty of people do it. Um, but, um, yeah, costly. And, um, you know, he's he's much needed in the side because of, obviously, the quality he has. So he's certainly won. But, so, I mean, I know Will Young missed out on that second test, but he's certainly still showing that he's growing. And I just don't think Will Young's an opener. Um, I, I see him being more a middle-order player. But at the moment... He's doing that well. They decided to play Mitchell at three, which is surprising because he wasn't originally picked in the first squad and he only came in when Conway was um, injured. And then you had Phillips there who was originally picked in the squad. So, you know, those things. I would say New Zealand cricket will be doing quite a good review of this tour because, again, Smithy, um, we spoke. I don't know how Neil Wagner missed out, especially the second test. Um, and even the first test. I mean, this is a guy that's got close to 300 test wickets in the toughest conditions normally, and we didn't find room for him in our 11. I thought our bowling attack, other than Patel, I thought Jamison looked tired. I thought Saudi was um, trying to back up from a really good first test, but again, he looked a little bit fatigued, um, and they just went after Sumbleville. I, I don't know if Sumbleville Bob Hawley, but they just went after him, and he's an off-spinner who they like facing, and I tell you, I know who I'd rather be facing when it came to Will Samuel or Neil Wagner, um, and uh, I wouldn't like to be facing Neil Wagner in the nets when he gets home, because I reckon he might be a little bit grumpy. Yeah, I think he will too, and I think if, if you were going to play Somerville, you had to play Wagner, uh, because that maximised the chance of Somerville getting some help from the pitch. I, I don't really think they, they thought that through. I mean, a, a left-armer bowling left-armer creates footholes that a right-arm off-spinner dreams of. And I, I mean, I, I'm not quite sure they helped him in that regard. So anyway, that, that's uh, another one that, uh, as you say, they might review, he says, in inverted commas. 
Uh, right, look, hey, it's only like, what, three and a half, well, three and a half, four weeks away till that first test against Bangladesh. Uh, a week of that will be uh, travel and quarantine and then self-isolating, etc. Uh, and then back to business. So what does the business mean? I mean, we've both been to Bay Oval a lot. Um, predominantly, uh, we've liked to play our four big boys in most New Zealand venues. Uh, does that mean that um, unbelievably Ajaz Patel might either carry the drinks or not be required at all? Uh, and what does it mean for uh, Ross Taylor? What, is, what does it mean for the batting lineup? Yeah, a lot of questions now come out. Um, good questions. I mean, I would not be surprised if someone like Saudi's given a bit of a break. Um, you know, he's been away. He played in all the formats and all the series from World Cup T20. And um, obviously Trent Bolt's back here. Um, he'll be he'll be fit and rearing to go. You've got Wagner, I believe, will be rearing to go. Jamison hasn't played a lot of cricket. He didn't play in the a lot in the, in the World Cup and also the T20s. They're getting him ready for the Test series. But you're right. I mean, AJ Patel's got that amazing record. He's one of three now to get ten wickets in an innings, but never got a Test wicket in New Zealand. And as we know, when New Zealand pick their sides in New Zealand, they often can leave a spinner out. So I, I don't think you can do that anymore, Smitty. And also, I don't think, um, you know, when it comes to us playing in the future, we can do it. Bay Oval's one place you certainly will play a spinner. But the balance that goes around that, um, you know, Bolt, Wagner, maybe one of Southie and Jamison. The other one is who is our all-rounder, the one that Colin de Granholm used to do that role. Um, there's a question mark there. So, yeah, the balance is really, it really is um, up for discussion. And there'll be a lot of chat going on. You know, where does Ross Taylor stand? I mean, Smitty, I know you're close to Ross, and I think it's really tough when you've had six months basically being locked at home and, and no cricket to go over and then face India with no practice games. Um, Ross Taylor is class, but, but the, the end is in sight, without a doubt. So it'll be interesting to see whether Ross is sort of told by New Zealand cricket, look, you know, what do you want to do? Or Ross comes out, or he just wants to keep playing and, and say, right, I think I'm still good enough for a couple more years. To me, that's a really interesting one. Um, and I hopefully, from my, my perspective, I hopefully it's done with, with the right respect that it deserves. Yeah, well, we know that in the past <laughs> that uh, always wasn't the case when it, when it came to Ross Taylor, and I, I think uh, I probably will be this time round, but I would, I would hate to think <laughs> that uh, he, he would, fin- <laughs> we would finish on 20 runs and four innings uh, to end such a great career. And yeah. I, I'm not quite sure that that will be the case, and I, I think he'll be quietly determined to make sure that that isn't. Uh, and I think he'll be lining up there um, as well uh, at Bay Oval. Hey, let's get uh, domestic, shall we, for a minute or two as well. Uh, Sid, Susie Bates is uh, back in great form, which is great news for um, the, the White Ferns going forward when you consider the, what's on their calendar. Uh, she's playing, seems to be playing well, as are your team, two from two. And you've got the Brave at, uh, at home uh, coming, this coming Sunday. Yeah, we're backing up. Um, we played them last Friday, and then we've got them again on Sunday, so we're looking forward to that. It's um, But the Super Smash is a bit different this year, Smithy. It's sort of spread out. It's over every weekend, so you're sort of, you know, you're used to playing probably every two or three days when it comes to Super Smash. Now you've got a big break in between, and that's the same for all teams, but, you know, we're looking forward to, to playing again at home, um, our last game before Christmas in um, that time. And, yeah, you're right, Susie. Things are just starting to click nicely for Susie, which is great for not only us, but more importantly, actually, for, for the White Ferns when it comes to the, the World Cup in, in February, March. And throwing that, the, the form of Millie Kerr for the Blaze and with the bat and ball, 
Um, we want our white ferns to be standing up in these competitions. We'd, we'd like to see more of them. Um, we've had Katie Martin do really well, but we're just about to get into that exciting time. I mean, I know you'll be looking forward to it, Smithy, where, you know, that Christmas, New Year period, we start to relax, people start to finish work, and, you know, what do we want to do? Let's go watch some cricket and um, some exciting chances to get out and under this traffic bike system. Fingers crossed people can come and watch and uh, enjoy domestic cricket, both the men's and women's, because the Super Smash is a really good competition. Uh, I think the standard's really good um, from both the men's and women, and um, what better way to enjoy your, enjoy your Christmas holidays, get out in the sun and then actually go and watch some domestic cricket. So cricket bats under the tree for the coming boys again this year, is it? <laughs> you know as well as I do, Smithy, that um, they don't have to wait for Christmas to get new cricket bats and um, I don't know if there's even enough room under the tree. They, they get a bit, oh, I've got one leaving Scootersmith School now, Smithy, so he's about to enter the big wide world. He's in Wellington and Levin at the moment and it's absolutely hosing down, so... Um, but no, they, as you know, with my boys, they don't go without, and um, they're very lucky. But um, they also uh, they enjoy playing the game. That's the most important thing. But uh, yeah, bats and the coming household never never seem to be a problem. If I had as much um, other things in my house as cricket bats, I'd be okay. Well, you don't have to worry about firewood. I mean, you buy them two a week, so when they <laughs> run out, you just cut them up and put them on the barbecue at Wanaka. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, you did right, but it's, it's probably expensive firewood, Smithy. But as you know, it's lucky to be connected <laughs> in the right places because I get looked after as well. But, um, you know, it's, uh, it's an interesting thing when you're able to, you know, you've done it, um, older kids growing up. Um, I find it harder to watch them now than I did when they were younger. I don't know why, but it's, it's one of those things of being a parent. <laughs> well, it's hard to, not hard to burn things when you don't pay for them in the first place. So that's all I can say. Uh, thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks very much for your time this morning and your honest analysis. We wait with bated breath to see what that first, uh, that first uh, New Zealand side is for the new year. Should be interesting. Thanks very much, Sid. Uh, have a good one, mate. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Cheers.